Okay, so the, today was the first time, I think the first time we'd been to, not the first time we'd been to an animal sanctuary since going vegan, but since we got yes. this close to animals. Yeah. Because we, we have gone to other animal sanctuaries. Didn't we go to another one in Essex? Yeah, what one did we go to before? Hopefield or something. Hope, far, Hope Animal Sanctuary, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. But you couldn't get as close to a lot of the animals as you could at the one we went to today. Yeah, yeah. Because we've seen loads of videos online of people, of other vegans and stuff, going and visiting animal sanctuaries and, like, hugging the cows and stuff. And uh, today we went to the Retreat Farm Animal Sanctuary in Ashford and actually got to, like, hand like touch the animals and stroke the animals and hug the cows and everything and um i guess i kind of wanted to make a video of of what we did today because it really kind of cemented the decision to go vegan and it brought you a little bit closer aside i think from actually going and visiting a slaughterhouse of like the reality of the industries because you saw the animals that had been rescued and you saw what they had ultimately kind of um, gone through you know they were in some of them were in pretty bad way pretty bad shape and what did we start with what did we start seeing we saw the pigs as we yeah what animals did we see first oh we yeah. saw the chickens didn't we? We saw all the there chickens. Was, there was the yes, we saw the pigs when we were going in. Yeah. And then the first one we went to was an enclosure that you couldn't go into, but you could see into. And there was some chickens and roosters and geese. Yeah. But the the chickens and the roosters were all in that the first bit. Yeah. Where they had the bowl of eggs. Yeah, that was really interesting because we knew that chickens. That. We know that chickens eat. Uh, eat their own eggs um, and that's one of the for nutrients. That's one of the interesting things that I think when you go vegan, people obviously have lots of questions because it is the minority. Um, one of the things that I know I've been asked a lot is, oh, but why don't you eat eggs? What's so wrong with eggs? Chickens lay eggs anyway. And so yeah. what's so wrong what's with eating with them? That? And there's lots of reasons. If you want to look into it, you can. There's lots of things, one of which is, it's essentially a chicken's period. They are meant to have them as often as us humans once a month. Um, and it's painful, like it is for all girls. It's painful, it hurts them. Um, but because we take their eggs away, their bodies feel like they need to keep producing them. Um, and so they keep doing it, keep doing it, and we keep taking them away so they keep producing them. And like we do as girls, when you're on your period, you need to fuel yourself more because your body is losing it's losing things and so we do eat more like I eat lots of chocolate I always eat Ben and Jerry's when I'm on my period um and you're fueling yourself back by doing that and the chickens in nature if we weren't taking their eggs away from them we've been told in our research eat them if you leave their eggs there and it's not a fertilised egg, they will eat them because it's their period and it's the nutrition that they've lost, so they'll just eat it back. Yeah. But today was the first time that we've actually seen that 
yeah. in person and seen the eggs in the bowl, like kind of mushed up and broken, and yeah. the chickens were eating it. And they that were was so at interesting it. to yeah. actually see these things you've read about. Yeah actually happening in life right in front of you and like you said because it's a period they they have they lay an egg like on average once a month yeah so it's 12 year 12 well, eggs if if, if you left them to nature then yeah yeah it's 12 eggs a year or, or whatever Roughly. it ends up being for them um but yeah they're, they're forced to lay multiple eggs every day yeah and it's not not fair so but watching them eat the eggs and and the, the roosters and like things because they said in the blurb that you know other animals will eat them too yeah yeah it's not just it's not just the chickens so but they don't it's not like it's not like oh there's an egg eat it and the egg and the chickens are oh crap gotta lay another one like it's not like we consume eggs on the massive demand it's like leaving to nature to what it would do if they feel like they need to eat it then they eat it yeah exactly so that was really interesting to see that actually the truth, like the, what you'd read. And you know what's happened. interesting as well that I just thought now that I hadn't thought until just now. One of the things that is really upsetting in in that industry, in like the poultry industry and egg laying industry and stuff. Actually, I guess it's more it's more the poultry industry. But you know how they like they declaw them and like they debeak them as well, so that they don't peck at each other because mm. um, with chickens you either have like caged battery hens or you have free range which everyone thinks is good oh they're free range that's great free range doesn't mean necessarily that they're roaming a field somewhere which i'm sure some places do like smaller farms and things i'm not saying that they don't but free range you can see you can type into google you can see for yourself they're dark sheds and there's chickens upon chickens upon chickens tripping over each other and pecking each other and that's why they debeak them so that they're not ruining the meat of another chicken yeah, for yeah. when they're not wrecking they each other them. because they're in that confined yeah. space they're going to go crazy but the chickens today did you see were they all pecking each other were no, they all hurting all. each other do you no. you don't want to be on camera no not really <laughs> it's just me watching you um yeah I, like a couple of times like when they were like coming over to us because they thought we had food and stuff they would be like Pecking like they'd be like, "Hey, I want to get there first and they'd peck yeah, and stuff. Yeah, but I think that's, that's natural, like playful, animal like, instinct. One, like, like one of the hens, kids I think, would do that pecked. as well. No, one of the turkeys, pecked, baby turkeys, pecked at a hen today, and the other one just pecked him back. Yeah. Like it was really, like, really funny. Yeah. But but that's it's, animal instinct. Yeah, like, it's humans a, yeah, would do that as totally, well. Totally fun. But, push somebody out of the way to get some food. Yeah, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, it, it really sort of brought the reality, and there was all these signs a, a, across the sanctuary as well of little reminders of what goes on, and or yeah, what those animals had been through, and as what well. those animals have been through. Like today, like the cows, they had like backstories behind the cows, and yeah, one of like some of them had been saved from slaughter. One of them was saved from like the dairy industry. Mm. Um, one yeah. of one of them, I think had a deformity or something and so it wasn't wanted by the industry and yeah, it would have just been it just, it? yeah it would have just been sent to slaughter yeah. but they rescued it hey Harley are you coming on to are the camera? camera sort of you're sort of on camera break your break your head up a bit more a bit more hey <laughs> come up here um there you go 
She's not going to like this. No, if we're not, she's going to get straight back down. But hey, hey. Um, maybe Ooh. you are. Ooh. Maybe you are. You're going to join us. Um, yeah, so it, it was like we obviously had heard about what goes on. We know what goes on in the industry. And um, you, I, like, we've seen small bits of slaughterhouse footage and, and dairy industry footage through documentaries that you've seen and stuff. Obviously, you, you do come across it, but we now don't watch it because knowing about it is harsh enough and then actually watching it is just torture for us to watch it. Um, this is really cute. The cat's totally just chilling out with us. Um, but seeing the actual cows that had been rescued and like looking into the, it sounds really crazy but looking into their eyes you can tell when an like if you watch this slaughterhouse footage and these animals are being taken to slaughter you can see that like the horror in their eyes like yeah. they know what's going to happen it's like when you can tell if you're with a friend and you can tell by their eyes that something's something's wrong you can tell sadness in their eyes that's how it was with the cows yeah and when oh, she said enough and when you look at these cows, like, they look like they've been through anything, everything. Like, yeah. they look really, like they've suffered. they got a past. Yeah. And it's just, just brings it home, I suppose, because... But at the same time as that, like, I don't know how they've been treated by whatever farmer they've been at. They might have... Some might have had better lives than others, you know. Mm. Some might have had more free range than others or been treated better than others or worse or whatever. But they've been safe from horrible circumstances and safe from slaughter. And you can you can tell how grateful they are, which, again, sounds really silly because how can you tell? But it's the same as you can tell with, like, if you have a dog. like If you rescued a dog. The... the Cows were just like big dogs. They were so soft and just wanted like your attention. Just wanted a stroke. Just wanted a bit of food. Like exactly the same as a puppy would. And you can tell. Like this is how, why I don't personally see the difference between going up and stroking a dog, or petting a dog, and going up and doing the same with a cow because they're just as intelligent. They're just as loving and caring. They're just as emotional. They have the same emotional attachments. Mm. And you, like you said, you can. Much out. Gonna get your phone. You can see it in their eyes. You can see it in how they respond to humans, and the fact that they're so accepting of. <laughs> what are you doing? It's a giant cat at the moment. Of so many humans coming up to them and <laughs> touching them, and <laughs> She's giving up now. Yeah. She's going to sit on her thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if they've been treated if that badly rescued... and and so scared, if they've almost been to the slaughter. To then, like these other humans that you would just assume would treat you the same as yeah. the ones that you've known, to be that trusting and not like bite your hand off when you go to stroke them or something like. The one that's the one thing you said and we noticed today is that these animals were so like not domesticated, but so yeah, so letting in of a human, like letting them touch them and everything because mm-hmm. they'd been rescued. They kind of knew that they'd been shown that kind of compassion. Yeah. And they were more loving back, especially the cows. Like, the, the cows just walked up to you and, like, nuzzled into you. Literally. Like, straight away. I've got Literally. that. I put that on Instagram. Like, yeah. they just nuzzled into you because they know that they're not scared of humans. They're grateful to yeah. have been saved. And they know. And isn't that lovely that they 
see us like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, a human, they're like, they're good. Mm. They bring me food and they give me love, like... Just like a dog. Yeah. Or a cat. Exactly the same. Yeah. Um, it's weird that some of you'd in one way and some of you'd in such another way. I want to mention the thing that I'd not heard about, cancellation of hope. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was really sad. It was really it? sad, yeah. Because, like because dairy cows obviously have to be constantly pregnant in order to produce milk otherwise there's no point in in having them they have to keep giving birth so they keep getting pregnant giving birth and their their baby is taken away straight away from them and their mother's instinct if it's a cat or a dog or any animal is to nurture that baby as soon as it's born and to be a mother to it but because that um that baby is taken away straight away and the cow is um, like then hooked up to a milking machine hooked up to a machine and they never see their baby again and they never get to be an actual mother and then they stop producing milk and it happens all over again it starts it's they start feeling less of a connection the more to, the more that it to their children yeah they said something like the more that it happens that association that the the natural instincts that they have to love and nurture their young they just go away. Just give up. And it, it, it's a, what would you say? It was a loss of hope. Cancellation, Cancellation of hope. Cancellation of hope. Because the more they do it, it's the association that they have. If they're constantly getting impregnated and then having their baby ripped away from them and then being hooked up to a machine and then once they're dried out, it just happens again and again. It's... I guess they're kind of in a state of depression, really. Like they yeah, just, it's, it's messing they with their mental well-being. Isn't hope it? And it, it becomes a negative thing for them to have a baby, and so they're going to lose that that natural loving instinct towards their baby because they know what's going to happen. They know mm. it's going to get taken away, and it's just a, it's a long cycle. And like, that's horrible. What if people were doing that to dogs? Do you think the outcry would be massive? Like, if people were getting, if the dogs were getting pregnant, but they do breeding. Yeah. Look at all illegal breeding, which is now becoming a thing that they're looking at and they're taking seriously. And I think in some places it's it's being made illegal. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I read a thing about that the other day that it's becoming illegal to do some kinds of breeding. Just talk about. Just mention the thing you said about bull, because obviously the, the bulls, what they how do, they, how they get the semen. Yeah. So obviously they have to inject bull semen into yeah, a, so, a dairy cow in order to get it pregnant. But the way they get the yeah. Bull semen, so again, I don't think it's all farmed, and I don't know. I'm not a farmer. I don't come from a history of farmers, and I know some people that have worked on farms, and it's it's different and it's normal for them. But the problem is with the world that we live in is things are industrial and things are factory farmed. Um, and they're not how they used to be and so like you said cows only most people don't know this people just assume that cows produce milk because that's where we get it from and we're brought up seeing you know, like oh a cow on a farm and it's being milked by hand and that nice yeah, yeah. that nice image of somebody sitting on a little stool with Going a like bucket and, and the cow being called <laughs> daisy and being looked after in a nice green field and that's unfortunately not the reality of it now is it um the reality is that cows only produce milk when they're pregnant, but the demand for the milk, whether it's for milk or for butter or for cheese or for ingredients into everything else that that contains milk, is so high that they constantly have to be pregnant. 
to constantly produce milk and so they um, have well firstly they have to get the semen out of the bulls and this is something that I saw a video on I think yesterday that they from what I remember to get the bull semen out I think they put some kind of vacuum tube thing onto the bull's penis essentially and then they electrocute them from behind which makes them ejaculate and that's how they collect the bull semen and then there is a apparatus called a rape rack where the female cows are lined up and essentially whether it's by hand or whether it's by an instrument that then gets inserted into the female cow and that is how they then get pregnant and I don't know are they pregnant for nine months? Are they, yeah. Are they pregnant? They're pregnant nine for nine months. months the same as us. Exactly the same. So they're pregnant, they go through all that, they give birth, they, especially at the beginning, have these natural loving instincts um, for their calf and they get taken away straight away from them. And you can see it's horrible and literally when I think about it now, I shut my eyes and think about it, I can see it. The video that I've seen of a calf being taken away from its mum, it's crying, like it makes me emotional just now just thinking about it. But it's crying, its mum is crying and screaming and this calf is crying and screaming because it's getting ripped away. Like they don't want to be separated, they want to just be together and they can't be. And if the calf is, oh I'm going to cry, if the calf is a girl then that's their life is to become like their mum, they're going to grow up and they're going to be another m milk machine. And if it's a boy, I've seen, again, this is the thing that makes me cry, um, I saw a video once of a farmer and they had four little, like four or five little calves, four days old, and they were male. And he was saying about he has to shoot them. They shoot them in the back of the head so they don't see it coming and apparently they don't feel pain. And the guy was like, like, does that upset you? And he was like, it's just the way it is. They're no good to us here. And I don't know if that's the case, if they all get shot or if some then go off to the meat industry. I don't, well, I don't know. That's veal. That's what yeah. veal is, isn't it? Yeah, that's it's, true. It's baby cow. But I don't know if some then go and grow up and then become steak yeah. and burgers and yeah. whatever. I'm, I'm not sure exactly of all that. But either way, it's just these, these little babies. They're four days old and... I guarantee, oh, I, just, I guarantee. I can't you... imagine that being your life, that you're... I, and I get that farmers have to make a living, and I completely get that, and I appreciate that, and everyone has different viewpoints. They do. We're just this. We're just two people. These are our viewpoints. But... Does it, I, I it's, can't, not, it's not right. If somebody came and shot my cat, I would be like, oh, my knee's sobbing and crying out, like that baby calf that's been torn away from its mum. Like... I would be exactly the same if I saw a, a four-day-old calf being shot in front of me. Like, why are you killing this innocent thing? It's done absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like, I, it, I just don't comprehend how that makes sense. Um, yeah. And some people say, oh, but if you don't do it, the cows will take over. There'll be two. If yeah. you don't eat them, the cows will take over. There'll be more cows than people. And that just... All you can, like in a non-patronising way, because it is just the way we're all brought up. We're all brought up just knowing that, you know, a cow is a burger, we don't really think about how it becomes that way, you just eat it because that, that is it, and it tastes good, and I ate them for years, so I'm not going to say they didn't taste good. I'm also never going to eat one again, because I now know the truth and I've made my decision. But they, but they do, and everyone, you know, yeah, majority of people enjoy it. Yeah. 
But, but the fact is, we've bred but, cows into existence. But, yeah. And if there wasn't a demand, there wouldn't be so many so cows. So I went off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought I had to bring it back yeah, to the fact no, that like, cows are taking over the world. Yeah, cows aren't going to take over the world because if we didn't keep breeding them, if there wasn't a need for them and we didn't keep breeding them, then there wouldn't be a bazillion cows wandering the earth. Yeah. Like, yeah. taking over. So let's talk about the uh, turkeys. I feel like there was something else I wanted to say about cows, and I can't remember now. Okay, well, if I have a if you remember, moment, I'll... Cut in. Yeah. Because there was ter- baby turkeys running I'd around. I've never seen a baby turkey before. There's baby They're turkeys so running around cute. everywhere, wasn't there? And intelligent. Yeah. Like... So there was this baby turkey that we walked in, and there was... Because uh, we got some food, and, and there was a um, lady holding a baby turkey... And she said she'd been like that for 45 minutes, just yeah. holding this, just cradling this baby turkey. It was like falling asleep, like, like yeah. eyes shut, falling asleep in, its, in her arms. It's really cute. But this um, turkey had been rescued and I, we don't know if it was a male or female, but... Yeah, I'm not sure. They were blind in one eye. Well, they didn't have... One of their eyes was completely oh, gone. Oh, was it completely gone? Yeah, there was no eye there. And their beak was twisted. Yeah, so the... the top half of the beak and the bottom half of the beak weren't like, aligned so they yeah. were askew um which she said makes it even more loving and even more appreciative of like because because the turkey gets bullied by the other turkeys like like it's not just like, it sounds crazy but that it's like a playground you know yeah. what i mean like, and it can't it couldn't do the same things as the other turkeys obviously it can't see so whereas the other turkeys were like eating food off the ground and and looking out for things this poor turkey couldn't it couldn't, um, what's the word I want, um, coordinate, yeah. because it couldn't see, it went to go peck where it thought the food was, but it kept missing it, because obviously their eyes are like more on the sides of their head. Yeah, it didn't know um, where to it, peck it couldn't, to get the food. Yeah, it couldn't coordinate itself. But they put, they put, um, they put them in your arms, didn't, didn't did. she? She picked her up. Silver. And you, yeah, and Silver, her name, called. his or her name was. I'm not sure. But we ended up feeding this turkey loads of food didn't we yeah the they like chips they love rocket and chickpeas apparently yeah so we we fed loads of leftovers to and there were so the many turkeys. people just because we were scared at first we didn't know if we could pet them if they would peck at us or you know if you you know if you could touch them or pick them up or whatever there were so many people just fearlessly picking them up oh yeah they? did you oh. see the guy that was holding a hen yeah he was just holding a hen, yeah. and the hen was just was like just sleeping, sleeping in his arms, yeah. and he was just stroking this hen. Yeah. And it was just like he would pick up a cat or Ma- hold a cat. Harley wouldn't even let me do that to No, her. exactly. But yeah, like you said, these, these and animals. Chickens purr as well. Oh, Pretty really? Sure chickens purr, yeah. Oh, I think that's true, they do, yeah. don't they? It was just mind blowing. Like, I've never been that close to farm animals before and seen like that loving nature to them. And that, the thing that really got me when we, when we were there was you were just surrounded by them like it was just normal like oh there's a person there's a chicken there's a turkey and all the people there because it's a obviously it's an animal sanctuary so all people that visit there clearly like animals and also it's a vegan animal sanctuary so uh, like no harm is being because we've been that other animal sanctuary we went to wasn't vegan yeah um they had like burgers and they had dairy ice cream and things like that there whereas this one was an all vegan one and the fact that everything was cruelty free, everybody there obviously was aware of that and had chosen to go there. Um, and it was just a lovely thing that everyone there was that aware and that 
loving and just that comfortable being around all these animals and just mixed in together. Yeah. So, which I thought was such a lovely, rare thing. And then, and the animals were all to, like together as well. You yeah. had, what were all those, was it, what was all those, it wasn't geese, where the cat was. Yeah, there was uh, geese and... Ducks, wasn't geese it? Geese and ducks in there. And there was, and there was a cat just sleeping with them, and yeah. there was chickens running around with turkeys, and like... Yeah, you'd just... have like a horse with a sheep with a chicken, and just yeah. just chilling together, like minding just... their own business. Yeah. The goats were... Separate. Angry fuckers. Sorry, I didn't say fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you know those two that were locking horns, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again... That's... That was attention. But that's with their own as well. Yeah. Like, and that was over a bed of hay. Like. Yeah, well, yeah. got to fight over that hay. Fight over the hay. <laughs> um, and then we saw sheep and we saw horses and, and Goat. everything. Goats. Goats. More cows. More cows. And it was just, it was just so different. The sheep were really cute as well. The sheep were so the sheep loving. Were really loving. Came up to you and just. I was surrounded. By you were surrounded three by three sheep. I mean, ultimately they were smelling f- you for food, but they but were. They gave me hugs, so I don't. Care. They gave you hugs, and it's like it's Harley like we uses me for we food. googled like obviously when you when you pet a dog or a cat or any domestic animal and you like scratch behind the ears or you scratch them on their head and they like love it and everything. But there's also places that they don't like to be scratched, like scratch your cat's belly a bit too much and they'll attack you yeah but it was like interesting how you can if you just go to and I think people instincts is normal like if people go and pet a horse you know they'll stroke their head they'll do this down the neck down the neck like you do that with a cow or you do that with a pig or you do it with a sheep or whatever they love it yeah like it's exactly the same and I think or again all these things we knew about these industries but then when you go and actually see these animals that you've chosen made a decision not to cause any harm to it really cements mm. that decision not that we needed it to be cemented we not we need we needed that confirmation but it really and that's why I wanted to make a video because I felt so strongly about it like when coming home and just feeling like god what we do each day choosing not to eat these things yeah that's true not thought about that is like it's such the right decision. See, for me, I kind of... It's interesting that you had that reaction to it, and that's nice for me to hear because, yeah, I feel exactly the same. But when I was there, I just kind of... I had to stop myself from thinking too much because I was just like, it's amazing that these ones have been rescued. But then it just made me think about all the other ones that haven't been and that are off to a slaughterhouse right this second, crammed in a little... You know, loads of them crammed in a big lorry going off to slaughter and you know and oh I can't even talk about it because it's just too horrendous like if we did that to you know people get up in arms about I can't remember what the the festival is where they breed the dogs and yeah the Chinese what the China one yeah, in China isn't it a dog festival M, is it Marlin or Ma- oh yeah Ma- Marin or is something beginning with an yeah, M yeah the I dog the dog thing yeah they? they breed the dogs and they I think they send them they breed the dogs for meat, but they believe that the dog meat is tastier if they die in fear. Mm. 
And so they chase them down the street. They let them go and they chase them down the street and they kill them because they believe it's going to be tastier that way. And that's just when you actually think about that. Like, I get there's different religious beliefs and stuff. But that's when you just think about it, that's absolutely barbaric. Isn't it? Like, we're not in the Stone Age anymore. It's, it's, uh, it's not... In the day we live in, how is that acceptable? Yeah. And some people are up in arms about that. It's not right. Um like protesting it but those people eat meat a lot of those people eat meat mm. and how is that just because it's dogs which we associate with being a domestic a pet how is that any different to another intelligent mammal like a pig like a cow they have the same four legs they have fur they're just as intelligent if not more intelligent mm. they're sentient beings they feel things they have emotions why is it any different yeah I don't Apart from the fact of how we've been raised to believe, but I think as humans, we're intelligent, you know. We're, we should kind of know. We we can better. make our own decisions, and I think as you get older, it's natural to question things and to do your own research and come up with your own decisions, and I think that's kind of the way things seem to be going at the moment. Yeah. Nice, nice. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Lauren's voice. <laughs> Off in the distance. Um, yeah, this wasn't designed to be. This was. This wasn't designed to be like a preachy video Not either. I don't want to say that because it's just our experiences and our viewpoints of today. And I would say to anyone, like, if you're on the fence or if you think, oh, you know, I can't do that or I could do that, just go, like this one was in Ashford, so like middle of Kent, and it was free. Yeah. So you don't actually have to. You just got to get there. And it's a lovely free day out as well. To it is. It is like, a good day out. There's, there's a lot of kids things, there today. Wasn't there? Few things in this world that are actually free to do. So yeah, bit hard to get to. Depends where you live. <laughs> no, I mean oh, fine. So hard to find, yeah. but well worth going to. And um, I think I mean it's not about convincing anyone. It's no. about opening mind. Just just seeing them and visiting the cows and actually just like. Spending a day there or half a day there and just stroking the cows, getting literally up close yeah. to walking through poo, <laughs> avoiding poo in the yeah. in the. You're selling it. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't have to do that. But the point is, you can get right up close to these animals and and stroke them and, and read would, their stories and. What stuff. I would say is as well because I remember when you first mentioned about trying vegan, I was so not convinced. Like. We'd already stopped eating like red meat and stuff and we were having like chicken sausages and stuff like that and we're reducing what we were eating. I was so not convinced. I, you know, I say that I just started, I hadn't eaten steak for years and I just started eating steak again and I was like, I don't want to give this up. It's too good. I don't want to be vegan. But we tried it for a month and we really liked it. And I was like, well, let's see what food is out there that I can eat, if I can sustain myself, if I can still get all of the protein and mm-hmm. all of the, the vitamins and the nutrients that my body needs and still have tasty food because I'm a foodie, I love my food. Yeah. And let's see let's see how this works. And if it doesn't work, like I might still have a steak here and there, I might still have like the odd thing and you know, we didn't necessarily go cold turkey. We had that pizza when we were drunk. Yeah. You know, like it's we don't live in a perfect world. Nobody is perfect. But we do the best we can and what I would say is if you are an animal lover or if you are interested or curious or not at all but just want a nice day out 
find your local animal sanctuary really recommend the retreat in Ashford because it was a great day out and see how you feel and then there are so many vegan places out there but also um, restaurants and pubs that offer so many good vegan options now like whole not even just like a bowl of chips and a side salad like we went to one of the Marston's pubs in Ashford and they've just released it in, in absolute sorry and they've just released a new vegan menu and so we went there because we wanted to give it a try and the meal was amazing and it just like we had these buffalo cauliflower wings to begin with which when you think cauliflower if you, you don't think like that's going to be if you don't awful. like cauliflower doesn't it make doesn't a difference. taste like cauliflower they were like sticky and barbecuey and, and crunchy and they were so nice literally like, you bought into it a bit into it and you're like is this actually cauliflower? Yeah. Like, were... you think cauliflower is going to taste rank, but it didn't taste anything like no, it. No, they were so good. And then you had a burger, which I tried a bit of, and that was amazing. And then I had a, a chocolate and cherry cheesecake with ice cream. And it just kind of makes you think, like, it's not like you're having to sacrifice stuff because you love animals and now you're stuck eating rabbit food or flavourless food because you're sacrificing it for the animals. You're going there, you're seeing these animals if you know you have a lovely time and I've lost my words but like you see what what life they could be having if they weren't being made into food and then you go and have a lovely meal where nothing has been harmed in the process and it just for me anyway makes sense makes you feel good like if I can still be eating good food and getting all the flavour and all the nutrients from it and not be causing harm at the same time, then why wouldn't I be doing that? Like, mm. I don't see another option for myself. Yeah, I think, like, if... And I found this with Wagamamas and stuff. When you go in and they say, oh, would you like a vegan menu? Oh, my God. Because I, I was waiting one time for a takeaway. Just seeing the people's reaction to the word vegan, they were like, no, no, I don't... They're laughing it off. Like, no, I don't want a vegan... Because the, the word itself puts people off. Oh, do you want a vegan menu? Oh, would you like to see the vegan... No, 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 not not interested in that crap. But, like, just look at it. Like, just look at the options you but can have. But interestingly, when I've been into Wagamoms, the amount of times I've seen people have the Vagatsu, which is the new vegan katsu curry mm. made with seitan, I'm like, oh, they've got a Vagatsu, they've got one. Like, you do spot it, and I think as much as when we, we went vegan beginning of last year, um, and I think there was so much of a stigma, and I was even embarrassed to say the word vegan, and you kind of, like, whisper it because of... People think you're going to be some kind of weird hippie. And if you're a weird hippie, great, good for you. Um, but I don't class myself as that. And I think people think because you've gone vegan, you're going to change and you're going to be this person. And you're not. You're just, you just care. And I think now that veganism is going more mainstream and a lot of celebrities are choosing to live that lifestyle. And athletes and, and, and athletes who have realised it's actually not only less harm but it's better for you like it's healthier for you mm. um i think it's slowly starting to lose that stigma and i think it will take time because anything as a minority takes time to be accepted and mm. to get a wider audience um but i think it is i'm slowly starting to care less about saying the word vegan um and the connotations that people think it has because at the end of the day I know when I say I eat a vegan diet or I, I'm vegan I know what that means to me 
and so I care less about what people think of it. Mm. And it's interesting because sometimes when I've been like, oh yeah, I'm vegan, or is it vegan, and felt a bit awkward saying it, my friends or people around me have been like, so the opposite, have been like, oh my god, I saw this really good vegan recipe, I need to send it to you, and, and they've been the ones that don't care, whereas I've been more self-conscious about it, mm. which is really interesting, like, the, and they're all, I'm the only vegan out of that friendship group, and the meat eaters are excited to try it, and like, oh, I had this really good vegan meal the other day, and I think that's amazing, and that's breaking down by yeah. non-vegans using the word more, it's breaking down the stigma around it. Yeah. Because the stigma is with non-vegans. Yeah. Essentially. 100%. So the more that it's widely used, the less of a thing it is. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Wow. Okay, this is a long video. How long? If you've... Well, uh, 30 plus minutes. Wow. If you've stuck it out and you've watched the whole thing, or even oh, if yeah. you've skipped to the end and you're watching the last three, two minutes... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching. This wasn't a meant to be a preacher video. It's meant to be our experiences, and I'm not going to defend it anymore because I'm really glad we did this. So I'm sorry I wasn't in the video. I don't like being on camera. Yeah, people would just see me looking for half an hour. A nice stripy wall. Lovely stripy wallpaper. They got a lot of cat. They got a bit of cat time as well. So, yeah. all right. Bye. Bye.